well, good morning slash afternoon, depending on slash where you evening, are. <laughs> depending on the time that you're listening to this. Good welcome, day or night. Welcome back to an interview with my best friend. This is Hayden, your host this time, but actually Josh and I are both the hosts because- am, Hello, my name is Josh. I am your host this time um, with- <laughs> And here we have a special guest, Joseph, our good friend. Hello. Joseph, we've known you for like entirely too long. (laughs) We should stop being friends after this. Yeah. This this is this is our swan song here. Uh, I've already stopped being friends with you guys. So it's in your course (laughs) of stop being friends with you. All right. Okay. Switch it, you know, switching that up a little bit. I actually have a grievance I want to uh, to file with you guys regarding this. Oh god, just airing out oh. so our dirty laundry yeah, we're just, right, right okay. off right off just the top. coming oh, out of the gate slamming yeah, I, us okay I god think, we're supposed to be it's... asking the questions here okay uh welcome oh, to I'm, an I'm interview with my here. best friend podcast this is joseph your host <laughs> oh so that's it i uh i think it's been a misnomer so far okay because this is the first episode i'm in so I don't think it's really been an oh interview my. with my best friend so far because okay I, I haven't okay. Been okay okay <laughs> okay <laughs> Let's pump the brakes well, on there. So, We're asking the questions. Hey, hey, I will turn this podcast around, okay? All right, hit me with it. Okay, so actually, you know, it is funny that you mentioned that because Josh and I pretty much didn't address it um, except maybe maybe in the last episode because um, actually the first episode of this season was just me and Josh. And then the second episode, as we all know, was the Newlyweds game where Beck went and perfectly, I went, perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Beck and I went head to head. Um, if you oh. haven't listened, if you haven't listened to it, it's because it isn't out yet <laughs> for you, Joseph. <laughs> but when this comes out, then it will be out. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast and you hadn't listened to the last one, what are you doing? You can't just listen to these out of order just because yeah, get back over what, there. Who do you this- think you are? This isn't like friends where it's all like different stories, like just randomly put in a timeline. No, there's a timeline to this. You have to listen to it in order. Come it's on. It's like Firefly. If you exactly. are out of order, the show is just going to self-implode. Exactly. Uh, Heathens. But this is yeah, Firefly so... that actually has people watch it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Actually, uh, fun fact, like most of our viewers are on YouTube and then we have like, I think like six or seven that listen on Spotify. So I'll take it. <laughs> audio, our audio. Yeah. Honestly, we expected like our parents to listen to this and no one else. So honestly, we're pleased. Um, oh, I, I did not expect my parents to listen you, to this. <laughs> you posted the other day that you have like a thousand followers and I was like, really? No. Oh, no, 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 no. So, and then God, I checked no. and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no <laughs> Those liars. That's, that's a meme. So uh, in order to post links on Instagram, like in order to attach a physical internet link onto an Instagram post or like a story, you need to have 100,000 followers on your Instagram account. And that is just asinine. Absolutely impossible. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be like, I don't know, Bill Gates or some shit to make that happen um actual influencer yeah yeah so it's just this like running joke that i have that like oh guys we're so close (laughs) every time we gain one follower it's just like we're so close and you know in actuality 
hold the light yet. In actuality, we have 20. <laughs> so if you're watching this or listening to this, please go over to our Instagram and interview with my best friend and follow us over there. We post almost never. <laughs> so yeah. But by the time this comes out, maybe it'll be more often. Hopefully. I'm trying to figure out how to do all that fancy stuff where you do like a text post and it's got like a picture in it. It's all like you uh, know, a text pose, one would say. Sure. Yes. Yeah. A text, text pose. pose. But it here's the thing. I'm struggling to make them like visually pleasing. <laughs> that is a big part of it. You do I have... also struggle with being textual or you know. You shut the I, hell up. Hey, right? I messed whoa, it up. Hey. I messed up the joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. all right i'm kicking him from i'm kicking him from the call <laughs> all right sounds good next guest this this has well, been an interview with my best friend thank you for stopping by we appreciate I don't think you guys have asked me a single question it's Not been yet. all of it's been all of like five minutes <laughs> anyways uh so last time we alluded that we were gonna have like a surprise on the podcast well we're gonna have guests and this is our first guest it just kind of shook out that way with scheduling it's it's been kind of a nightmare because yep. uh joseph's on the east coast josh is on the west coast and i'm in hawaii you're so, on the hawaii coast yeah so it makes Which it is a little to say bit middle of nowhere pacific ocean so joseph i have a question for you to kick us off can you please recite the car theft alarm verbatim Ooh. Ah, good. Good, good. Oh, he's still going. Oh, somebody grab the keys, please. Recite that for about half an hour. Is that is that I'm like I'm like clicking the button like shut up aggressively. Shut up, shut up. So I I don't know why it occurred to me to ask you that question, but when we were brainstorming questions, I was like, you know what? Joseph is probably a person that knows the car theft alarm and would just not even hesitate to just. And you didn't disappoint. Yell it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how, maybe it was like some kind of intuition, but I was right. Our suspicions were confirmed. So also, thank you for doing that. Also, I can meet expectations. I definitely forgot to say, uh, maybe move, maybe possibly move away from your microphone, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, yep. Damage is done. We, Sorry, everybody's hope, ears. Yeah. Hopefully, nah, people will. It wasn't that loud. People, hope, people won't complain. Hopefully, people will hear me say the words "car theft alarm" and they will just automatically know that, like, <laughs> just turn their volume. Just maybe they should volume turn like their four. volume down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. On to on to an actual question. On to a more serious question. How about that? Uh, okay. Joseph, could you explain like what exactly you're going to school for? Because I uh, still don't completely understand what you're and in school for. Yeah, Joseph sure. just told me and I still don't understand. So I am a bioengineering PhD student. That's right. Um, so what that means is that I uh, have some level of masochism, you know, as far as like homework and being in a continuous state of stress um, and choosing a lifestyle that does that. Because I went through four years of 
undergrad doing mm -hmm. you know research and homework and everything like that and I was like ah yes let's I keep doing that <laughs> I hate this let's continue <laughs> so so there are a lot of different uh I'm going to try and keep this as interesting as possible which means as short as possible yep <laughs> um, so I am currently kind of playing uh the dating game with labs here at Boston University Mm. So I look into labs and I'm just like, man, this one's really cute. You know, it's got a great personality. I'm going to see, you know, if we really click. Um, and I've done that with three labs so far. And reflecting my actual, you know, relationship, you know, status, none of them have worked. No hits yet? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. The, the one that, the one that oh, really looked like it was going to work out really well, like I, I messaged the prof and they're like, Hey, you know, I really felt a connection. I felt like it was really good. Um, I, it's the equivalent of saying that they're moving away. They, they lost funding. It was like, you know, it, it would work really well, but nah. Oh man. So I, I am still, uh, I am still, you know. Still single still, and ready yeah. to mingle with, yeah. uh, with, a, with a lab that is willing. That's yep. so disappointing to hear because I thought when you set it up like that, I thought you were going to tell like a Goldilocks story where it's like, this one was too soft and this <laughs> one was too hard, but this one is just right. But they're moving away. Yeah. So, well, but it's just shame. And, you know, I, I don't want to talk about COVID during this, but that just kind <laughs> of is the, is the, is the spiciness on top of all. So I'm the spice of that life. Fourth rotation. Um, and I am working with, um, I, I'm doing some modeling, which uh, for the radio viewers out there, I am just stunning to look at. So it's not, you know, not too surprising. Yeah, I'm I mean, not uh, surprised by that. I mean, you do have a so, pretty nice looking beard going on. I, yeah, I, I am growing my stress beard out. So, but as far as what I do specifically, uh, or in your case, Hayden, specifically, yes. uh, I... Perfect. Well, I, you do it Atlantically. I do it Pacifically. Yeah, ain't that a weird thing? I never thought I'd do it inland, Washingtonly, <laughs> Lake Cordellanely, Lake Spokane Riverly. Wow, one of my favorite tangent and shameless yes. thing. I I am please the tangent. tangent king. Please tangent. I, one of my favorite. Do you guys watch um, the Internet Historian? on youtube i do not i've seen maybe one or two videos so funny the dude is so funny he just goes through like historical events that will never end up in a history book or like will but goes through them like really in a really funny fashion mm -hmm. um so like and some of them are meaningful like do you remember that whole controversy about the balloon kid oh yeah or, yeah, yeah. The, yeah like so it was hayden it was this thing where this guy built like this homemade weather balloon and thought that his kid was in it and like brought in like actually like the air force and all these things to get it and the kid wasn't in it and it was this big controversy because the kid was like well we did it to go on tv um you know it was a and so everybody was like this uh... kid you know, but the internet historian dived into it thought that he was just going to literally tear this dude apart and went into it and it was like no this dude is actually a good person they more or less blackmailed him 
and they were questioning his kids and the kid is like five and is like oh we're on tv and made it sound and it, anyway so the internet historian is this really funny guy <laughs> and he, so one of the things and i'll come back to this uh, this is it this all is, comes full circle yeah we're coming back to it one of the things that he went into was this catastrophic as surprising as it sounds this catastrophic um like furry convention in oh, seattle no. called rainforest where they did so much damage to the physical hotel uh oh, that they no. were never allowed to come back and i i will leave you guys to go and watch the video because it's amazing but they tried to have this convention in this place called spokane washington and it's funny it's like yeah i've never heard of it either and i'm just like hmm Hmm. <clears throat> I've heard of that place. <laughs> I've never heard of that place either. But the funny Seems thing like is, middle of nowhere. Yeah. Where is that on the moon? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what was the question again? Uh, it was just what you're. Oh, what I do for. here. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I. So Joseph is a PhD candidate student, and he. I am not a candidate is, yet. He. Oh. A soon-to-be a, PhD candidate student. Wait, and so how does that work? Days, Can you explain that? I will do my best to because I don't fully understand it either. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm a PhD student now. I'm in the PhD program. And in 10 days, I have what are called my oral qualifying exams. So they gave us six papers. Three of them are on biomechanics and three of them are on tissue engineering. And in 10 One days- One of those sounds will, exciting. They're both actually super exciting. I picked them oh, okay. because I like them. Okay. In 10 days, I will be drilled um, by three professors. <laughs> Sorry. At <Thanks>. once. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Local PhD student gets drilled by three professors. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you guys ask me to come on your show and talk about what I'm doing. Let's see if I answer any more of the questions. <laughs> please, Joseph, please. So after we can't you, help it. It's in our nature. So after you give these three doctors oral, then you'll be a real candidate. <laughs> Even then I pass, yes. Uh, uh, if, if I don't pass and I take this and I don't pass again, then they'll be pretty much like, okay, you're going to finish as a master's student, which would be great. Like all of this is great. I would be thrilled to, you know, do any of this. But I you really want to be, be doctor. 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 Doctor, doctor. Yeah, I want to be able to go back to our tenure and just be like, oh, look, it's Joseph. And I'm like, please. Call me doctor. It's Dr. Hall. <laughs> that would be, that would be like if I went to our tenure and I was like, they'd be like, oh, look, it's Hayden. And I'm like, no, 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 please. It's Petty Officer Griffith, which I absolutely would not do because that is no. It's like, too petty. And then I, I yeah. would go back to our tenure and be like, hey, look, it's Josh. And I'd be like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's pharmacy technician Josh to you. No, I don't sir. want to be known by that, please. Sen <laughs> oh, senior tech. Josh just got a promotion recently. Yeah, you know, I've been a senior tech for a while. Three years. Oh, God, don't tell me that. Shut <laughs> up. I don't want to go to the tenure. Oh, I'm totally going. Guys, are we going? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? I'm only going if you guys are going. 100% I'm there. Joseph, are you bullshitting me right now? No, I am dead serious, Hayden. I am going. You're going? Yeah. 
All right. Well, Josh, I think we have to go. Oh, fine. You twisted my arm. Well, shit. It's funny because I've been telling everyone that I'm not going. Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. I know it's probably going to be organized by like one of our classmates who's now, you know, whereas we all graduated and, you know, went and got degrees or trade skills or something. This event is going to be organized by somebody who graduated and then went to become a Karen or something along those lines. <laughs> and then we're going to have to see this person like... <laughs> I am optimistic. Like, obviously, it's not something that I wouldn't do for a couple of days, but seeing everybody for a little bit I, could be fun. I'm not going to lie. I think that, you know, uh, 10 year, I'm not really optimistic. 25 year, that really, that, that really, uh, Jimmy's yeah. my giblets. Ooh, Jimmy's your giblets. That really, that really uh, flips your bacon. Yeah, that really Friday is my that go-to. really that really bacon's your pancakes. Yes, nice. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Please, Joseph, we cannot sing that on on. No, the I know. I realized it. That's what I was saying. I was like, oh, copyright. I, right. I don't. I don't know <laughs> if we'll get DMCA'd by uh, anybody, but I don't want to risk it. Okay, so <laughs> this is going to be a really smooth transition from Joseph doing the YMCA. Uh, to the DMCA. The DMCA. To, yeah, to, it's going to be the DMCA. But then after that, it's so Joseph, we already talked about like your potential candidacy and what you've been doing in school. And uh, so for the for context, if I've talked to literally anybody that exists about you, um, I always tell them that like you're the guy that blew up on YouTube because you built the transformer costume oh. out of cardboard and you also built a one-armed violin yes and just so what i'm trying to get at is you're so young and you've accomplished so much it blows my mind whole so like let's say after this phd thing wherever it goes however you know when it comes to fruition what's next for you like what's your plan so let's say get my doctorate I can either stay in academia mm -hmm. uh, and become a professor and you know uh, you know get tenure and just like teach people and or I can go into um, industry and do research that way I don't like there's there's pros and cons to both and mm -hmm. I'm I'm not really sure at this point which one I will do academia is really appealing and I've kind of been in it for the last 20 years of my life on some level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, it's something I know. It's something that I understand and it's reliable. Um, industry has a lot more freedom though, but, but I think we should talk about something a little funnier. <laughs> that, I, okay. Yeah. That's for sure. fine. Yeah. Just wanted, you know, it was yeah, something no, that I wanted to know, and then it was also something I thought that would be interesting. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I had yeah. no idea that, like, after yeah. getting your degree, they would just be like, all right, you're a teacher now. Have fun. Well, so what I would do after this is become what's called a postdoc. So postdoctorate. And so you can mm, still work in a lab. Postdoc. Postdoc. Um, so that's something that, is also an option. I don't know how long people tend to be postdocs, but 
but I think that's, I think you become a postdoc if you want to go into industry. And so you just kind of keep working in the lab that you're in until you find that next place. And then hmm. you work on that transition. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you want to talk about something funnier. Okay, cool, 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 cool. This isn't in my list of questions, but it's just something that I want to know. Uh, we've talked about how we played a whole bunch of D&D on the podcast and everything. And we talked about our favorite memories uh, playing D&D. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about how we've played with you uh, and while doing D&D. I just want to know uh, what your favorite memory of D&D is. I, I, have, I have a couple ideas of what it could be because you've had some great characters, but I just, I really want to know. This is tough. So again, I'm an old person, it... so I'm a long-winded, multifaceted, like eventually I'll get to the answer if I don't forget oh, for what sure. the question was on the way there. This is why you're here. You this, yeah. So to augment this podcast, the three of us need to cumulatively convince Quinn to give us the recording of our first D&D session. Oh, God. <laughs> you recorded it? Yeah, Quinn there's, recorded there's a recording it. it. Yeah, because uh, Lauren wanted a recording of it because he wanted to see how uh, he would do as a DM. Uh, oh. So we recorded it. We recorded uh, the corridor it. staff. The corridor staff, the me shouting. I mean, the corridor staff is amazing. So I did, We did already reference that on uh, the pod, though. So, so pick a oh, different okay. one. So I'll pick a different one. I think my favorite one was on the the like island trip we did in Lauren's campaign where we solved the unsolvable reel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So this one was great. So for context, we are on this island and we, we're on this like mystical trip. We've been teleported to a different plane while we were getting medication for this uncurable disease that we got, you know, standard D&D stuff. Mm -hmm. And we like earlier on this island we had met a bunch of like psychic animals that could like speak to us and we were like okay great and then we left <laughs> cool we go, bye <laughs> we, we go to like the opposite end of this island and we come across and we at this point we've collected like a hammer we've collected a spear we're trying to like reestablish the king deity whatever of this island. yeah and we come across this pedestal that has a rock on it and we're like super cool so we pick up this rock and then like this cage springs up around the pedestal. And we're like, okay. And we set it back down and the cage opens. And we leave and we see that there's this riddle and it's like, what's well, super cold and it stabs you, but it's everywhere, but it's invisible. And like, like, okay, this is something isolated. And there's these six rocks with these random symbols on it. And we're like, okay, we have to put the rocks into the like proper order. That's the answer to this riddle to get the rock. We're like, okay, cool. Um, there's six factorial different options to do this. So, which is what, 700 something. So trying to get the answer was practically impossible. And so we're trying to solve this and we ultimately learned that the answer was to go back to the animals to have them solve the riddle for us and then run back. But we're on a timeline, nobody has time for that. So to solve this, we realized that Lauren hadn't in fact created a new language. He had just created new symbols for the English language. And so we looked at the hammer and the hammer said like, 
I saw that there was like H-A-M-M-E-R of something. And then the spear had S-P-E-A-R of something. And with hammer of and spear, those three words, we had enough characters that we figured out four of the uh, letters in the rocks, uh, which narrowed down the number of our, <laughs> which narrowed down the number of problems from 700 something to two. And we were like, oh, the answer's probably frozen. I think Quinn got it. And then Lauren just sat there in a stunned silence. What's actually like, funny is Becca <laughs> said, Becca said the answer like kind of under her breath and then Quinn said it louder so Quinn gets all the credit for it oh I didn't even <laughs> I know but no one heard her because I like yeah. I was the one sitting right next to her and I heard her say it and I was about to be like oh yeah it's and then Quinn was like frozen <laughs> yeah. jackal jackal it's a jackal yeah so but I just remember <laughs> Lauren sitting there in a stunned silence just being like uh, uh, yeah, everybody gets inspiration. So, but judging by your reactions, I think I'm going to pick a different one that's much more entertaining because it doesn't involve a whole <laughs> bunch of math to describe. Does it involve math? <laughs> so, boop, here's where you can cut the edit and put the actual funny one in. So I think my favorite D&D memory Keeping both. Is, <laughs> is in Josh's campaign. We were in oh, this gosh. island, we were in the city because there were a bunch of statues that were coming to life. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was, at this oh, point, God. a character named Sapnu, if I remember correctly. Sapnu Paws. Sapnu Paws, who was this tabaxi character who was tailless. And his voice sounded like this. This was Sapnu's voice for most of the campaign. That until is the most died. annoying thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. Well, I was thinking, you know, he, he's got like a, like a, anyway joseph you started this podcast by doing the car theft alarm and that was <laughs> that voice was still more annoying than that <laughs> well, imagine uh, having the, the dm for that voice yeah well i My had that voice until josh tpk'd us and i met death's brother death and and death thought the in canon death thought the voice was so annoying that uh, he changed the voice, uh, you know, and sent you uh, back. Yeah, and sent me back to my task is done. Um, but that's not the memory because Josh TPK'd us, and I'm not gonna, as I am not, want to do. So anyway, we were uh, we were in the city, and these statues were come to life and destroying everything. And I will yap you. Um, and we like busted the head off of this statue in it, and. For some reason, we are trying to drag this giant obsidian head up to the castle. I don't remember what. And mm -hmm. I kept making head jokes about like, man, we should like keep, you know, we got to be careful while we're ahead. And, you know, and nothing sexual. Get your head out of the gutter, man. And, <laughs> and I, I think, I think. Yeah, we were, who would make it sexual? That's... Um, and I think, and I finally got Josh to snap because he's, you know, this is like the culmination of something that we've been doing for a while. And we were like, it's like months of playing yeah. these characters. And, and I think we should have like, like, I think we passed a wheelbarrow and I was like, man, we should have grabbed that wheelbarrow. We shot, we should have thought, well, we were ahead. And Josh was like, all right, Joseph, <laughs> pick one of your steps. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I was like, okay. 
intelligence. And he's like, all right, you get smited and you lose one like point of intelligence. Uh, I think like, it was like one modifier, like down. Yeah. Like, I think I knocked you down a modifier in your intelligence. Because yeah. <laughs> I was just so done with your puns. Also, we're, we've got less than one minute. So yeah. I'll, so I'll I wait. have, I have another D&D related question and I will ask okay. it to everyone at the end. Uh, so I'm just, let's just end the Zoom call and then Let, figure out what's going to happen. We'll be back after this commercial break. So Hayden, oh what was your uh, what was your D and D question? So my D and D question is: You are creating a character sheet for yourself, like your physical oh. human oh, form. Oh no! What is oh. your flaw? Like under oh. flaws, what do you write there? Um, I'll say mine because I've I've been telling my friends this recently, uh, just because it's been brought up so much, and so my flaw. There's only one, and it's my crippling Starbucks addiction. That's fair. That That's very fair. Uh, I was oh telling God. Josh before the podcast, well, you guys think I'm going to fill with uh, my little narrative. Before the, well, this podcast, I was telling Josh, today was the first day in nine days that I did not get Starbucks. I've been just a little bit stressed, you could say, at work, and yep. just also in life in general <laughs> and you have to pick only one flaw there's just so many this is I like thought, your character's flaw like the flaw of your character i thought you were gonna ask me like what are like what would you put as your stats along the side that one i was ready for you My can do flaw. that i have to be self i have to be self-introspective here oh, oh man God. we would hate to do that i hate <laughs> i hate doing that um Maybe that's your flaw is you hate self-introspection. I hate thinking about myself. <laughs> uh, no, I would say my flaw probably is not being able to, uh, the feeling that I, like it's difficult for me to commit to uh, like creative things fully. Okay. because I'm like so busy in a lot of other aspects of my life that I feel like I can't commit to uh, creative things as fully, mm -hmm. which I'm working on by having a regular Twitch schedule and uh, doing this. Yeah, twitch.com slash Joshua58, by the way. We just hit 151 followers about a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As of May 30th. <laughs> uh, I think my, yeah, oh, go ahead. As of May 30th, and two of those followers are me. <laughs> yeah. I think my character's flaw is that, uh, speaking in third person here, um, uh -huh. you know, I was going to make some joke about being too attractive and everything, but I, I think my character. <laughs> that is definitely one feels, of your flaws. That is, yeah. Yeah. You have two flaws I on your character sheet. Two flaws. Too attractive and uh, <laughs> feels a lot of things too intensely. Mm -hmm. I get that. Because okay. that it comes to get me in relationships. It comes to get me with everyday stresses. I just, I feel everything so intensely all the time. Yeah. And it's overwhelming. And I know that's a lot, that's something that a lot of people, um, deal with mm -hmm. oh absolutely but it 
but it makes it really hard, you know, for, you know, with like mental health, like, am I overreacting to this or is this a healthy amount of reacting to this? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's something that people in our generation struggle with a lot. Like I've been talking to a lot of my friends recently because, you know, not to like beat a dead horse, but it's been a tough year. Everyone knows that. And so people are wondering exactly the same thing. It's like, am I reacting appropriately to this? Mm -hmm. And the advice that I've been giving people is, you know, you gotta, when you feel something, it's valid, whatever it is, whatever you're feeling, you have to take it at face value and you have to take it in, feel it, let it come to its own little feeling fruition and then let it go. You know, mm -hmm. you, but it's, it's when you dwell on it and you let it, you know, you have an audio issues, Joseph. Sorry. Uh, somebody was trying to do my car alarm. Ah. <laughs> probably not as good of an imitation. Probably not nearly as good. Probably. No, so that's, that's something that I've been working on a lot lately. Hayden, uh, one of my friends introduced me to this idea um your car alarm i don't it, it yes the car alarm You've it's been, been revolutionary it's been revolutionizing my life i was gonna say um, you did rather well you just kind of yeah, came you, up the gate and you, you just yeah. like swung for the fences it well, was really impressive well i i don't have a car anymore so if anybody tries to steal me i have to be prepared to do that mm. you know if somebody comes into my room and i'm starts, glad i didn't start know, drinking before that <laughs> Yeah, no, if somebody comes in and starts to steal me, I can just boop. Or and, like if somebody like tries to key you or like kick your tire or something. Yeah. Or, or lift me, but off kilter. Yeah. You know, or if there's an earthquake, I just start. <laughs> That's how my. Ah, uh, yes, the famous Boston earthquake. Yes. Dude, I, there was an earthquake a couple of months ago that I felt. What? Yeah, so East that's Coast one of the perks of having near debilitating like motion sickness. I was sitting on the end of my bed and I, okay, so here's the fun thing. I live next to the subway. The fun thing. Um, the, like it's a, sometimes it's a train, sometimes it's a subway. And every once in a while it just kind of goes, G -g 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 -g. and I'm like, okay, there it goes. But this one, it wasn't a, G -g 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 -g. it was a, and I was just like, well, that felt different. <laughs> that's and so train. I. <laughs> I pulled up my phone. So I checked the time and I looked at my phone and I was like, did an earthquake just happen? And Google was like, oh yeah, a whole bunch of people just felt an earthquake in Boston. Um, I was like, well, that's cool. Because, okay, so phones have accelerometers in them. Um, mm -hmm. but, so they can, they can measure when you're doing this. For sure. And, you know, there's just constant noise because people are doing all things, a bunch of things like that. But if a bunch of cell phones in the city suddenly go whoop at the same time, they actually have an inbuilt like earthquake tracking mechanism Whoa. with cell phones. That's cool. It's super cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, if I feel an earthquake, I maybe I'll just start making a car alarm. You know, I haven't really heard a lot of cases of earthquakes on the East Coast, so I don't think what you and other Bostonians felt was an earthquake. I think we're going to have to chalk this up to a infestation of Alaskan earthworms. Yep. Yes. Well, yeah. That makes I, sense. That I, tracks. At least I don't have to deal with what Josh deals with, with every earthquake being like, oh, is this Yellowstone? Is it now? <laughs> is this the time? <laughs> is, this is Yellowstone, Yellowstone going to kill us, by the way? I think I saw something about that. Uh, if it, I think Spokane is like right on the edge of like the immediate death zone. Um, 
one of my friends took like a soil class and she was like, they're blowing it out of proportion. Like, yes, it's a caldera that has the ability to do this, but it's also not going to. Mm. But, but isn't it like if like that goes, then the San Andreas fault might go too, because like all the pressure will just release and that'll finally just be like, all right, time to snap. Well, I mean, California is not going to fall into the ocean. That's not how. But what work. if it? But what if it did? I mean, well, that would then be Lex great Luthor would get all that real estate in Nevada. He would get like all that wanted. real estate. Yep. Yeah. Honestly, I think California should. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh my god. Well, we were talking about emotions. So Josh has one more question, but I think we might be not having enough time. So if we have time, we'll ask it at the end, but uh, this is your moment, Joseph. Do you have any questions for us, either both of us or both of us individually or otherwise? Well, when I said that earlier, I was joking. I was going to ask you guys about like biomechanics or poor elasticity or reverse, you know, so. These words mean nothing to me. Like I yeah, could exactly, try to, which is why it was going to be funny. I could try to, you know, whip something out, but you know, maybe, maybe just ask me about something and I'll just kind of, you know, riff and we'll see how close I get. And I'll riff. Riff, riff. Okay. Okay. That'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you guys a scientific oh question from Joseph and oh you guys God. give me, and I, I, I want to be sincere about this. No, no wishy-washy, no anything. You guys give me the absolute concrete answer to what I am asking. Okay. No Google. Okay. No Google. I definitely um, don't have Google company. up on another screen here. No repeats, no hesitation. You guys have to start immediately. Okay. This, right. cool. bio, this bioengineering explanation will be just like Joseph's car alarm. Yes. Yes. Be exactly. the worst thing ever. <laughs> I'm ready. So, so what criticisms do you guys have of uh, Dr. Q's cellular remodeling of fibrotic conduit as vascular grafts. Well, first of all, he didn't use enough bears in the research. <laughs> You're right. I would um, like to contend that the cellular grafts has nothing to do with the experiment and he should focus all of his energy into stem cells instead. I think that's way okay. cooler. I think to better the United States of America, he should have just foregone all of that research and researched why Disney didn't lay out a plan for the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Like you this know, there might have been something in the supplemental about that, but please expand on the bears. Oh, the bears? Well, I, you know, bears are just the best uh, test case subjects of anything. Uh, they're pretty much just big wild dogs, uh, and I just want to scratch their chins and. Uh, if you know if they maul me they maul me and you know bears are just really the greatest subjects that you could ever and test you on. see you see if they maul josh then josh might need a skin graft so exactly he's really just furthering the research you know in my opinion and also i would like to bring up that you know we we currently don't have any form of uh bioengineered super soldiers and well as we all know the world velociraptors are extinct yes and since velociraptors are extinct the next logical solution for what animal we turn into these robotic super soldiers is obviously bears. Yeah. Grizzly bear, the perfect killing machine. 
I mean, have you seen them run? They're like fast as fuck, boy. Fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> I mean, we can barely fight them right now. Ah. Uh, but I feel like of all the animals, they could, you know, bear it best. Mm. God. Joseph, pick a stat. <laughs> charisma. We have to nerf Joseph's I, charisma. Okay, I, take I your know. charisma from 30 and drop it to 29. <laughs> when it comes to jokes like this, you kind of just got to grin and bear it. <laughs> I knew where you were going with that. I, I, I knew as soon as I started it, it you were just like... Uh, <laughs> I, I was like physically preparing myself for the pun. It's like, looking, oh, here it comes. It's looking pretty grisly here on the podcast. Oh God, <laughs> I'm in hell. I think we're having a Kodak moment. I'm in hell. <laughs> you mean a Kodiak moment? <laughs> you, you, now you have to ask Josh one. This is the polar opposite of what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) That's the spirit. Guys, guys, this is a podcast. This is not just black and white, okay? Oh, my God. I think you guys are really pandering to the wrong audience. Uh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) Josh and I both let out a dissatisfied eh at the same time. (laughs) Just disapp- that is disappointment just personified. <laughs> Can I tell you guys a funny story? Of Absolutely. course, this is a podcast that's all about so, funny stories. I was in South Korea for a choir tour. It was amazing. Um, and the second night we were there, we stayed at a Buddhist temple. And it was a blast because the Buddhists that we were interacting with didn't speak English. They only spoke Korean. Um, so all of our communication was pretty much just like physical communication. Like they were doing Taekwondo with us. They were making, you know, jokes and stuff. But while we were doing Taekwondo, we were doing a bunch of stretches and like meditation. And so he actually started going like, um, and this being a bunch of choir kids, somebody else went, um, and I was just like, I cannot pass this up. And so I went, um, and immediately everybody started glaring around the room like who's doing that and we were humming and so like nobody will know but in my heart i'm just like this is amazing and the the oh, it was so funny choir <laughs> kids they cannot be stopped having this this cord just in the middle of this temple completely derailing i mean he didn't care but everybody else was <laughs> really angry really like yeah. are you talking about like the choir kids or the temple goers no the choir kids the temple oh, goers okay did not mind in the least yeah that makes sense of course i like i don't know much about buddhism but they all just seem really like chill, chill and relaxed yeah that's definitely true so when i was in boot camp actually i don't think i've told anyone this um i know about it i think are there a lot of buddhists yeah nice. actually um, that, that, so, that was a solid pun. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. So because it's boot camp and there's such like a diverse group of people coming together to get physically hazed every day, mm-hmm. um, you have to have like all of these religious services. So they have like Christian, like general Christian, like Methodist, Catholic, Buddhist. Yeah, general Christian. Uh, 
uh they have like so many there's so many like services that that they offer and they're all on sundays and well so i was like well i'm not really super religious but i really don't want to sit here and get hazed so i'm just gonna go to like one of these services and just see what's up and so i went to this one and it was like this kind of like uh what's the it's like an omnism kind of service where they believe that like every little piece of religion has its own validity it wasn't omnism but it was something really really close it was like Mm. this religion made up by this one man uh and it's like a really new religion i don't remember what it's called but uh is it all theism no um he he like it's this book compiled and it's got like quotes from the bible and jesus and buddha and they all just kind of like come together and basically this all-powerful prophet maintains that he was the one that said all of these things and he was using these other people as like a vessel um Mm. it was really really interesting but i was like this is absolute like insanity (laughs) because this is just like we like all of this stuff from all these religions we're gonna take that and say this was us all along and you guys were just our little puppets like i was like this is crazy like you can't do that that's so fucked up so i left but anyway the next weekend i went to the buddhist service and uh it wasn't like you know like the um like there was some um but it was like a very very short you know that was a very short part of it and there was like a chant that they had us do that day and so it's this whole temple of people just chanting the same thing it's like uh i'm i'm gonna butcher it because it's been four years since i've been to boot yeah. camp but it's like on young hong ring Kyo or something like that something very similar to that hmm. and so it's just whole room of people and we're just like on young hong ring Kyo, and like it's very like you know well, uniform in, in korean if i remember correctly Anyang is slang for hello which is onyongaseo if i remember correctly oh also yeah no it, it, it wasn't it wasn't korean it was like it was hindi oh, okay. or sanskrit or something along oh, those okay lines. that's cool um because yeah. i remember the script was in some some sort of like hindi sanskrit kind of script um and so we were all chanting this and i like i don't know if it was specifically like a religious experience but i did feel something like i felt very like empowered i think it's just because i think it's just because a bunch of people were chanting the same damn thing like of course that's going to be powerful (laughs) um so yeah i i don't know i was like uh i'm glad that i went to this but i don't think this is like my scene perhaps like i would want to do more research um also um you know this is kind of what like it was kind of my launch pad that kind of got me into uh seeking doing a daily yoga practice which then you know after a while once I got established in Monterey then I did start that um but yeah so I I went to these two extremely interesting very different spiritual very Um, different from each other spiritual religious experiences in boot camp because I didn't want to be in that room getting physically beaten uh uh boot it was, it was an interesting experience staying at the Buddhist temple, like experiencing a different religion like that. Cause you guys know I'm a devout Christian. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool seeing how chill they were about it. Like they have, I think they have people from a bunch of different religions come in like all the time, Mm. Um, which was really cool. But we got to have tea with like the the head monk at the end of it. Um, And we actually had a translator for that, which was really cool. So one of the more honorary guys in our, uh, in our choir, he, he pretty much asked, hey, if you could summarize your entire religion in one sentence, in one sentence, what would it be? And everybody was like, dude, dude, you can't just ask that, but he that's did. That's a dick move. Okay, but the answer is amazing. So we're all sitting there and he asked this question. And so the lead Buddhist guy, and this isn't a joke, guys. This sounds like the preamble to a joke. I promise it isn't. No, I know. So No, yeah, yeah, no. He's sitting there and he thinks about it for a bit. And then, you know, he speaks in Korean and translated. What he said was, knowledge is nothing. What matters is what you do with it. Mm. Like of everything he could have left these, you know, 40 some odd, you know, American teenagers. Like what he said was that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Sorry if it uh, looks like I'm a little distracted. Uh, Roku's little cat house is uh, right down here by uh, the computer, and he hasn't gone in it in months. But the second we start talking to Joseph, he's like in it and laying in it and like, like doing all that. Because Joseph Joseph got this cat house for Roku. Um, oh, it's like he knows. That is fucking weird. It's just precious. And also precious. we're like talking about like spirituality and then Roku's having like this spiritual experience. What's turtles, precious? Oh God! Oh and yeah, I won- forgot. I forgot about Joseph's amazing Gollum impression. <laughs> oh. And you wonder why I have a sound alert on my Twitch that is named Joseph. <laughs> well, and it, it goes with the the Lord of the Rings backgrounds you guys have. It does. I don't know what you're talking about backgrounds. This is my house. Yeah, oh, of this is where I live. Hello, like, come on. Stupid <laughs> fat hobbitses. <laughs> Wicked, tricksy, fuss. We can't get DMCA'd for Lord of the Rings quotes, right? No. Espe- well, I mean, pitch perfect Lord of the Rings quotes. <laughs> like, it, like, it sounds like we're playing the movie in the background. Yeah. I, yeah, I that's think true. It's, like, Andy Circus isn't going to knock down our door and be like, who said that? Well, we are providing commentary on the Lord of the Rings by saying that that is an amazing quote. Andy Serkis is amazing. And yes. by providing commentary on it, uh, we are in the clear. I think so, yeah. Perfect. Well, welcome to an interview with my best friend. Well, please welcome Andy Serkis to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Serkis playing the role please of welcome Joseph. Sneaker. As Andy Circus, uh, as Gollum. <laughs> as Andy Circus, Andy Circus, as Gollum, as Joseph Hall. <laughs> God. Well, I, I think, I, I don't know, Josh, you want to ask that last zinger or do you want to end it? I, you know, I think we're good. I think, I think we got a nice, a nice episode with a really cool dude. Yeah, we'll save that question for the next one because we'll definitely want to have you back. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> when the stars well, align next time and 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Once all the planets are aligned, uh, we can free the <laughs> Titans again and they'll make the schedules work. Well, Joseph, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And yeah, I love you guys. I love you too, man. It was so great you. to have you on here. Oh, um, boys, I love you so much. I'm glad that this is canon now. And, you know, we finally got you on here. And now it's truly an interview with my best friend. Yes, perfect. Uh, Perfectly balanced. For those listening and watching at home, stay tuned. Uh, We're about to record imminently with another best friend. Another! And we have a whole slew of guests lined up for this season. And we're very excited to share with you all of the juicy stories and anecdotes. And uh, juicy, juicy in, in the case of this episode pseudoscience <laughs> yes pseudo bear science <laughs> any well, uh any save rounds and, and oh, any any part joseph response where can people find you um if do you want people yeah. to find you on any sure. social media otherwise so i am on instagram as uh hall.set.design and i am on youtube as deadline design the one with the mechanical fish on it Oh, oh my God! We totally glossed over the YouTube channel. Oh my God! Next oh, time, awesome. <laughs> next next time, next time. Oh, next time, yeah. maybe we will absolutely talk about that next time. But yeah, please check out Joseph. I will link down to everything in the description. Actually, Josh is editing. I will this link. Josh down. will do that shit. I will do the me. linking. I will Look do none of this. Go. Yeah, Joseph, you just sit there and be amazing. Okay. Oh wow! Look, you're already doing both of those things. Wow! Incredible trying really hard <laughs> so all right well thank you everybody for watching this episode uh we love you we, we love your faces i know that's a philip defranco thing but i i love your faces more and um, if you're an audio listener thank you for listening all six of you i love your ears <laughs> i love your ears I, I love i love your ear holes i like Just, i like getting in those ears <laughs> Get, well, get out of here been, with those ear holes. This has been a very interesting episode of the podcast. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.